0: Hello everyone. Those of you who are familiar with our show know that we already start with sort of a cold open feel to these shows, but I wanted to step in here and have a little more of a traditional cold open just to acknowledge some of events that have been happening recently. Now with the way that these podcasts work for us and with the amount of time it takes me to edit the podcasts, we typically tend to miss out on some current events that happen over the span of uh, recording to actually posting these episodes. And that once again happened this past week with the shooting of Dante Wright in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. As these shootings continue to happen, a lot of them seem to be hitting closer to home for a lot of people. And in a geographical sense, that is true for Elena and I in this instance, as this is closer to where we grew up than the George Floyd shooting last summer. So with all of this said, the point of this cold open is to acknowledge that we did not talk about the shooting of Dante Wright during this episode because at the time we recorded it hadn't happened yet. Now I expect that in probably the next episode we will be discussing the Dante Wright shooting and there is every possibility that a verdict will have been handed down in the Derek Chauvin murder trial so we will likely be discussing that as well. So until we get a chance to discuss these topics we hope you enjoy this episode of the 2 out of 3 podcast.
1: I think I'm ready. There we go. I'm still very loud. I think I'm ready. That's less loud.
0: Are are you ready? I think I'm ready. (laughs) Are you recording?
1: I am recording. Did
0: you just shotgun something?
1: I did not. I was making a video about this bill that's going through the Iowa legislature. Okay, phone away. My phone is away. Yeah, so the TikTok I was making, there's a bill making its way through the Iowa legislature. I mean, if you watch my TikTok, you'll find out. Um, that wants to ban divisive topics from being discussed in diversity trainings. And the divisive topics are like implicit bias, systemic racism, systemic sexism. And my class is like, well, one of my classes is like, hey why so we have a petition to our university president because we're like hey this bill would be bad please do something about it
0: what what even is the point of diversity training if you're not talking about things like that
1: (laughs) it's weird it outlines like you can't talk about these things but if someone asks the question you can answer the question And we were talking about it in class one day and my teacher kind of, or my professor hopped into the conversation and was like, if you're not teaching it, how are people going to know what to ask? They won't.
0: Just plant someone in every class. (laughs) Hey, uh, what about all this stuff?
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it spans the government, public schools, and like universities. So, like, everywhere. This isn't to say that you can't have diversity training, but the diversity training can't talk about these diversity issues.
0: That's so strange. Huh. Yeah.
1: So we, we started a petition. I guess I can send you a link to it. I posted it on Facebook, but you're not on Facebook.
0: Nope. I have new Twitter handles for new podcasts, but I don't have Facebook.
1: I tweeted it. I think. I
0: don't follow anybody other than things related to the
1: <laughs> things
0: related to the podcast.
1: I'm related to this podcast. <laughs> I'm pretty sure.
0: <laughs> Wait, does uh does the 2 out of 3 podcast follow you? I don't know. Let's see. That's an ad. 2 out of 3 doesn't look like it
1: great i don't tweet very often
0: zero following you are one of the followers though
1: i there made a, it is. i made a calendar for my tiktok posting schedule what i'm gonna <laughs> post and when
0: how is your body handling shotgunning so many beverages
1: I think it's fine. I have a wide enough variety, so it's not like I'm just shotgunning like 30 beers a month. Oh, 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 can you imagine? There's also a fair amount of things that I haven't been able to finish. I tried this like cold canned cold brew that I got at Whole Foods. Far too bitter for me. It, like, as soon as it hit my mouth, it was like, mm mm. Then I spit it all over my carpet.
0: that's a good place for it yep it seems really strange your view count because i don't watch all of the tiktoks but i like go on there occasionally and it's like that there are some that have pretty big spikes and then others that are like less than a thousand even with however many followers you have so it's a weird i'm curious how different things get pushed forward like, how did the V8 thing get? I don't. Onto? I
1: started so much drama in the V8 community.
0: What was the drama? You were, you said this to me earlier.
1: Well, I said, like, I got the V8. It was a, a spicy V8. I got it at a gas station. And I was like, who's on a road trip and thinks, Mm, you know what would be great right now? Vegetable juice. And everyone in the comments was just like, oh, I think that. On my last road trip, I drank four of those. <laughs> oh. Oh. <coughs> and so are they, then,
0: do you think they actually did drink them or are they trolling
1: i think there are enough of them that at least some of them drank them <laughs> and so it started this whole argument of people like i drink those and other people being like oh that's disgusting how can you drink those
0: I did when you said that. You said, however you phrased it, you were like, I caused drama in the V8 community. I did look to see if there was a V8 subreddit, and there wasn't.
1: You could start it.
0: (laughs) I think you could start it. You're the face of V8 now.
1: I don't think V8 wants me as their face. They spit their drink out. It was all over my floor. You should do this
0: over a sink. (laughs)
1: I do sometimes I do them over a sink if I don't think I'll be able to like drink them. I thought I would actually be able to drink it because it was just like a normal beverage.
0: Spicy vegetable juice.
1: It, Delicious. Oh, oh. There were quite a few comments that were like, Huh, hey, you forgot the vodka. Like, If I don't like it like this, why would I want to add vodka <laughs> into it?
0: So then you can't taste it.
1: Yeah, I have a lovely can collection <laughs> on my desk. Because I also, (laughs) I'll, I'll, like, pre-record things, and so I can take breaks from shotgunning.
0: Yeah. I also told Mom about this on Easter, because apparently she didn't know, and I didn't know that, so now Mom knows. Great. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, had she been listening, had she been listening to the podcast, she would have found out as well, so I don't feel terribly guilty there also wasn't an awareness among the two of them about what shotgunning was. They didn't know what that word meant, which I was I like. I mean, that that's, does not surprise me. That's the only word I know. Like they were aware of the practice, but they didn't know it as shotgunning. And I was like, that's the only word I've ever heard for that. So I don't know if there well, was a, what you call it. a term in the olden days for what that meant. Also, since Dad is our number one listener, I'm sure he knows now as well.
1: I was kind of expecting him to. I'm surprised he hasn't like reached out to me. <laughs> so your TikTok. <laughs> yep. There, I had a lot of comments suggesting this one brand of canned water. Um, it's called liquid death. It's, I think it's. it's okay. I have mixed feelings about the whole thing. Cause one, it's just water in a can, but they market it as like murder. Your thirst. Oh, God. <laughs> this isn't for everyone. It's literally just water in a can um but i had quite a few comments for that specific brand and it sold at like 7 and whole foods so i stole my roommate and drove an hour down to the nearest whole foods to buy a can of water <laughs> and i sent mom a picture and i was like ah oh, we drove an hour here and she was like did she need something whose idea was it i was like it was my idea i needed canned water and then I talked to her on the phone the other day, and she was like, so really, why did you drive down to Whole Foods? I was like, I wanted canned water.
0: Yeah. So when I said you were shotgunning things, she thought that meant that you were riding shotgun to places to get drinks. <laughs>
1: Yep, Mom, there have been a 2, couple of moments in the last.
0: <laughs> there have been a couple of moments in the last minute or two that I've wished that this was a video podcast as well. <laughs> Your facial reactions have been very good.
1: Yeah. So when we were at Whole Foods, I got a like a bunch of things to make it worth going down to Whole Foods, and so I wouldn't have to go back. It's so like I said, it was like an hour drive. So I have a bunch of just, like, organic things. Kind of afraid for them. That's so where I got the cold brew that I spit out onto my carpet.
0: Well, I guess you've survived so far. How many how many shotgunning TikToks are you up to? Oh,
1: I don't know. Let me grab my phone. It's just over here. <laughs> ah. One, two... <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> I know you have over 50 so you're not doing it that way
1: What's 23 times 3?
0: 69
1: So take uh, it's like somewhere around 60 I have a couple, around 60. a couple additional TikToks sprinkled in
0: Like the one about you going to Whole Foods
1: <laughs> Yep <laughs> What about my friend Jamie? They're getting surgery and they're crowdfunding for it. Okay, phone away. I'm just going to keep refreshing my notifications.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like we did a whole episode about that. Speaking of, one of my roommates today told me that he listened to that episode, our social media episode. If I remember correctly, we got a hats off from him. So... (laughs) He said, "Hats off." So we have another—we have another listener, at least.
1: Oh, one of my friends, Emily. If you're listening, this is about you. I said something at one point about, "Oh, I have to go podcast," and she was like, "What? You have a podcast? I want to listen to it." So now she'll like send me pictures of. Guess what I'm listening to? And it's the podcast.
0: Well, maybe they—they they have helped to increase our. <laughs> Estimated listener count.
1: What are we at now, like seven?
0: Well, I actually I have stats pulled up because, as we mentioned last time, we were coming up on a year. Now we are officially past one year of doing this. So I calculated a bunch of different things. We have, not including this episode, none of this stuff includes this episode. So as of April 7th, we have uploaded 29 hours, 46 minutes, and 12 seconds of podcast material which is approximately an hour and 25 minutes per episode. We're up to, as of today, 304 plays, which is about 14 and a half per episode. And Anchor, we made this joke for a long time that we had six people listening to the podcast. That is what Anchor was telling us for an extended period of time. It's held steady at six. We're now, as of today, up to estimating eight regular listeners
1: probably your roommate and my friend emily
0: (laughs) (laughs) and our most listened to episode was the first one probably because it came out last march and was called coronavirus mania after that it's a tie for school and a trip down memory lane which i haven't been giving them clickbaity titles so i don't know I'm sure. I don't know how people find podcasts in the first place. We don't have a very wide word of mouth group listening to these things. But I haven't Dad. been helping on that front. Yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, I've on Anchor. It tells you how many, uh, how many different players you're on, or how many different platforms. Apparently, this is now only available on three platforms. But it's like Spotify and Apple. So. I don't know what happened, why we lost platforms. Anchor, Apple, Spotify. But those are like the main ones. Well, Apple and Spotify are. So we're still getting out to just as many people as we were before.
1: Now one from verbal.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened with that. And then the demographics per Spotify. Top demographics. 64% of our listeners, of our, or of our listens, according to Spotify have been in the 45 to 59 age range. 66% of the listeners have been male, and 96% have resided in the United States.
1: (laughs) So we're hitting... Dad. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Is that Gen X? Gen Xers?
1: Yeah, older than you, younger than a boomer.
0: Yeah, just under. That, like, just barely includes boomers.
1: Speaking of generations... I was having some weird conversations recently about people my age and around my age and what, like, our generation would be. Because depending on what, like, you would look at, we could fall under Gen Z or Millennial. A lot of people my age identify with Cusper, just, like, on the cusp of those two, not really falling into one specifically. But my roommates and I were talking about this the other night and they told me that I was a Gen Z and they were millennials because I didn't know this one Kid Rock song. (laughs) What? (laughs) I was like, who do you think I am? Why why would my family listen to Kid Rock?
0: I don't even know what Kid Rock does or like what his genre is. The only thing, the only music I know for sure from Kid Rock is that his, like, Sweet Home Alabama ripoff song. And then I think he did a song with Sheryl Crow that got airtime on country radio.
1: Kid Rock. Picture. Feet. Sheryl Crow. That's the one. I didn't know that. And they were like, well, then you're Gen Z because you don't know this song and all millennials know this song.
0: That song came out in the 2000s. (laughs) I think I was in junior high <laughs> you should look at it look at it what's what is the date on it
1: oh let me let me pull it back up um, that's YouTube has it at 2010 but that cannot be right let me here we go released November 12 2002
0: yeah in the 2000 well, so I wouldn't have been in junior high I would have been in sixth grade so I was 11. You were three.
1: My roommates are like two years older than me.
0: I mean, they are technically closer to being millennials. If the cutoff is 96 or whatever.
1: In a video that you did to Dr. Phil, you said the cutoff was 2000.
0: Well, the numbers (laughs) have changed. Also, I can't believe you still remember that video because I don't.
1: I had a discussion about this, and I took an honor seminar a couple years ago, and we had a discussion about what is millennial, and we kind of came to the class conclusion that millennial is a mindset, Um, (laughs) because like there certainly are a lot of times I identify with Gen Z, but because I am the youngest and my siblings are so much older than me, my life experience, what I experienced relates to what they experienced, and my siblings are millennials.
0: Yeah. I was talking, when I talked with my roommate about him listening to the podcast, we were talking about this because he is just about, like, the age gap between you and me is about the same age gap between me and him. So he is a millennial, so, like, he and I are both millennials, but we had very different experiences with social media because he's seven years older than me so it's interesting like even within generations now there's a huge gap just because technology in particular is advancing as quickly as it is or at least certain aspects of it
1: yeah like we still had a a desktop growing up yeah Uh, there was one point where we had two because someone found the old computer that had jazz ball on a floppy disk (laughs) yep
0: i miss jazz ball Do you know... So there was one point I would have been... It was either late junior high or early high school. There was somewhere... Somebody got a laptop. Like a really old laptop. And it had the floppy disk slot in it. And for some reason I was allowed to use the laptop. I I don't remember what I needed it for or whatever. So I had the laptop and I was playing the games on that floppy disk and then I got the blue screen of death and I had absolutely no idea what to do. So I just like closed the laptop and put it somewhere and never used it again. (laughs) (laughs) And then like my first computer that was actually mine when I went to college, I would get the stupid blue screen of death all the time. It just like restart your computer.
1: Yeah, there was a long span of time where I was using Emily's old, what was it, a Dell? um, There was one time in high school I tried to print something and the computer was old and the printer was old. And printers are like they notoriously hate people. Um, Yes, the inanimate object, it hates people. So I was trying to print this one page graphic that I made for ALP. And I think I ended up printing something like 18 pages and none of them were right. And so I just stapled them all together and said, I'm sorry, my printer didn't work and just turned it in. (laughs)
0: oh printers there was when i lived in colorado i bought a printer at target and then pretty soon afterwards i needed new ink cartridges and i went back to target and i realized i could just buy the same printer for five dollars more than if i just bought the ink cartridges so i just bought a second printer (laughs) and the original plan was to sell one of them but then that never happened. So I just, like, had a couple printers. And then someone else gave me a printer for free that I was never able to get working. So I had three printers that I could do nothing with for an extended period of time. And then eventually I just, like, put them in a... I might have recycled them. They were either recycled or given away via Craigslist. However however it worked, I don't have any of them anymore.
1: Yeah, Dad let me take his printer. He gave it to me, and... You need either um, like the the disc to install the printer software on your computer, or you can download the software online and then just connect your computer to the printer with a cord. Um, my laptop doesn't have a disc drive, so I can't use the disc, and it didn't. The printer didn't come with a cord, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't connect my printer to my computer so i have just put the printer in a box
0: (laughs) you could take it to best buy so you can recycle
1: it because it's it needs like a usb usb cord so a usb into my computer and a usb into the printer and i don't have one of those
0: i think if you really wanted one it doesn't seem like a thing that would be too terribly expensive
1: It probably wouldn't, but it's just frustrating enough that I was like, I I don't care. It's it. I'm not getting it. It's done. All of that to say, I don't know the Sheryl Crow and Kid Rock song (laughs) (laughs) picture or photograph or whatever it was. picture. Picture. I put your picture away.
0: That's that's exactly how it sounds.
1: Ba-da-ba-ba-da-da-ba-da-da. We have these conversations sometimes. There was one time one of my roommates and I, we went down to Ankeny or Des Moines for something, and she played music and was like, Oh, I love this. Such a throwback. And I was just like, I've never heard this in my life. She was like, You've never heard this? How have you not heard this? So like, I just, I haven't. Because growing up, we didn't really, or at least I didn't listen to like pop music. We listened to. Yeah alternative christian music or country or country
0: F- with with that in mind i am a little surprised that she didn't know the kid rock shell crow song but if it wasn't when have either air- of our parents it-
1: ever listened to kid rock
0: because it got airplay <laughs> on country radio the only thing the only thing is if it didn't get airplay very long after oh two like you would have been three so that part's not surprising but it was Kid Rock had this phase where he got that song and then the Sweet Home Alabama All Summer Long or whatever. He got Ripple. that on the country radio, too.
1: We but got I don't in think an...
0: he's a country artist.
1: <laughs> we got in an argument about that song, too. I don't remember how the argument started, but someone was like, oh, Sweet Home Alabama, what do you think of first? Obviously the Kid Rock song. I was like, no! What? No! <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs>
0: Just li- Literally not. just the word Sweet Home Alabama is the title to the Leonard Skinner song.
1: <laughs> well, you just think of the singing Sweet Home Alabama... No, 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 no. No, I what, don't. What do you
0: think he is singing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, does it make me more or less of a millennial that I think of Leonard Skinner over Kid Rock?
0: <laughs> I think that firmly solid- solidifies your space in Gen X. <laughs>
1: surprise i'm older than you (laughs) i am actually the oldest sibling
0: i'm as free as a bird now i so when i was in seminary we had this um i don't know what you call it. it was kind of like this garden space it was i guess it was an event center type place it was called hudson gardens And they would have a summer concert series where, like, every Friday or Saturday during the summer they would bring some band in. So you could kind of hear them from campus. And one of them on my birthday was Leonard Skinnerd. So I could hear some Leonard Skinnerd that night. It would have been, like, 2015, maybe? Hmm. Yep. Another thing. So... There's this thing that we did at camp when I was a camp counselor in college called the good story basket. And when it was when you told a story that wasn't really that good, you would make the good story basket, and then you'd have to put the story in the basket, like you would make it with your hands. And I just remembered that like within the last week or two because I told a story that was worthy of the good story basket, and I didn't think about it until later that night. And the story I just told about Leonard Skinner deserves to go into the good story basket. (laughs) So here it goes. That hurts. Ow. (coughs) I got my shot, and it hurts.
1: Wasn't it camp where you also, and then I found $5 at the end of a bad story? Yeah, that's the other version.
0: It's either you put it in the good story basket, or at the end of telling a story when you realize it's not very good, you say, and then I found $5 to try and make it more interesting there's another version of this which also when i was in seminary there was a guy we went to school with who was a a much older individual this older gentleman and he was telling a story about when he he was in a preaching class and he was like getting all energized during the sermon he was preaching to the class and there was like at this top dramatic point in the sermon his pants fell down like actually his pants fell down (laughs) so the third version of this is you finish your story with and then my pants fell down
1: interesting um circling back you said you got your shot was circling back (laughs) eric's making fun of me (laughs) (laughs) um is this your first one, or did you get Johnson and Johnson? It was
0: my first one. Yep, I have another one scheduled for May.
1: Yeah, I get it, the, my the uh,
0: the appointment happened very quickly. So I was looking on Monday, Monday night. I was looking for appointments. I'd heard about this vaccine vaccine website where you could finder find the, MN. The
1: no, Twitter it was it's like oh.
0: vaccine spotter or something like that. I don't remember specifically. Anyways there was a there was an appointment up at the Walmart in Baxter for Thursday like the first time i looked at it and then i like left for a, for like a little bit and came back to the computer and that appointment was gone so i just clicked on the Walmart's whatever see if they had a different appointment for later cuz apparently they're only scheduling them like a week out right now but anyways i looked at it and it said tuesday afternoon there was now an appointment available which was the next day so like (laughs) quick texted mom and was like hey if i got an appointment for tomorrow could i go up to the cabin she was like yeah sure so i booked this appointment and then left to go to the cabin within like a half hour of each other i just like grabbing random clothes out of my closet and stuffing them into a duffel bag it's like what am i gonna need for a day and then seven o'clock at night i drive up north get up there at whatever 10 and then i like had to bring my work computer with me so i could do work
1: if any of our listeners live in minnesota iowa illinois maybe nebraska probably other states too on twitter there are like mn vaccine finder and there are accounts that tweet out whenever there's any vaccine available like at any location anywhere in the state so that's where i found my appointment so i'm getting my second shot this friday
0: yeah mine was i found it on vaccinespotter.org and then slash your state i guess slash mn
1: yeah so my me and my roommates all found appointments on with the iowa vaccine finder or whatever on twitter
0: How does that work for you? Because your insurance is through the state of Minnesota. Oh, that's the story I was going
1: to tell. I uh... (laughs) So I showed up to this Hy-Vee a couple cities over. Cities, I guess, technically. A couple cities over. And I'm like, hey, I'm here for my uh, vaccine appointment. Oh, great. They didn't ask to see any ID. They were just like, what's your name? And I'd give them my name. They're like, okay, great. Insurance. I handed them my insurance card. And I stood there for maybe five minutes just kind of existing behind the counter or in front of the counter and I just saw this person like trying to type things and just like turning and Christina I can't get this to work I was just like standing there like I just want my vaccine and so I don't know what they ended up doing but pretty much they didn't know how to run my my insurance and then <laughs> they told they had like a a little waiting area right next to where people were getting their shots so people could like sit and wait the 15 minutes to see if they had any bad reaction or whatever but there was another just like random waiting area a little bit farther away in the store and so after they finally did whatever with my insurance card they're like all right now go sit in that area over there and someone will come get you i was like okay great and a few minutes passed and <laughs> the rn came up to me and was like Are you waiting for your vaccine? Yeah. Okay, come back. I knew there was someone, but I didn't know who. I also don't know where I put your paper. (laughs) (laughs) Great. That person also did not ask to see any ID, which I thought was strange.
0: That is curious. I was asked, asked for ID. Yeah,
1: I thought because I'm not technically i'm domiciled in iowa i'm not a full-on iowa resident um so i thought they might ask to see like proof of um residency since i had minnesota insurance Uh, so like i brought a copy of my lease they did not ask for that either interesting yeah my roommate got one of my roommates got her second shot and she has felt bad like sick yeah not like she's harboring guilt about it.
0: <laughs> well, like, I feel like I got punched in the arm. It's been that way for for a little over 24 hours now. So I can, like, lift my right arm all the way up above my head, and my left arm will go to, like, well, now it's just, like, going to a half. It used to be able to go to three quarters. <laughs> 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 but it's, it was like they were the nurse or whoever who was at the station was telling one of the other people who got the shot that they might get sore and like after the shot and in the aftermath and then the next couple hours i was like you know i think i'm gonna be fine i'm not feeling sore at all and then on the drive back down to the cities i was like okay this is starting to get a little sore and now it's like i can only lift my arm halfway up (laughs) So apparently i don't get vaccines very often because i don't remember this happening i can't wait for them to have a covid mist
1: (laughs) the most recent vaccine i got other than the the first covid shot was a flu vaccine this past fall probably i remember that my arm was so sore and we were standing around the kitchen like the night after i got my flu shot and i said something and my roommate punched me in the arm right in my flu shot (laughs) "Ah!"
0: (laughs) yeah yeah but when i got the, the last vaccine i got I think the last time I got pricked was I was they had to draw blood for something a couple years ago. I don't think I've gotten a shot for a while. This is an interesting experience because I think now I will be more inclined to do something like get a flu vaccine. Because I haven't gotten a flu vaccine since 2011. Which, like, I say that and I didn't get one this year either. So I guess we'll see moving forward. But the curious thing for me with the COVID vaccines is... We're going to have to wait and see how long they last because I think this Mm -hmm. is going to end up turning into a flu vaccine type deal where you have to keep getting boosters every year.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It's not going to be like uh, any of the other vaccines you get when you're little, which like last for your entire life.
1: Yeah, I heard um, someone like asking questions when I was getting my vaccine about like, so what do I do with this vaccination card? And the person at the pharmacy was like, "Well, you you hang on to it. I would say, um, hang on to it for at least a year because we don't know what's uh what's going to happen."
0: Interesting. Yeah, that card is my ticket to my second, uh, second shot.
1: It was. I thought it was so frustrating to listen in when I was sitting there for the fifteen minutes. I a guy walked up to the pharmacy counter. And was like, hey, um, I got my first vaccine somewhere else, and they said that I could come here to get the second one. And the person behind the counter was like, well, um, I mean, we haven't typically been doing that, but did you make an appointment? No. Okay, so, um, we only have enough vaccines for the people who have made an appointment? Okay, but they said I could come here and get my, my second vaccine. But did you make an appointment? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, but I have my card. Okay, but we have a limited supply. I, but then why did they tell me I could come here? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know That's, why they told you that, sir.
0: <laughs> that situation was handled better at the Walmart I was at. They were like, if you... The lady was saying, I can only make an appointment for here. So like on the card, like whatever I got. I can only make an appointment for here. So if you want to schedule an appointment somewhere else, then you can do that. But she did say, schedule an appointment. And then, apparently, whatever the Walmart one was, you could schedule three days earlier or up to two weeks later from, like, the date that they gave you. Or at least that was Walmart's policy.
1: Yeah, we were at Hy-Vee, which, even when you were signing up for an appointment, like, they... You can click, like, first dose or second dose, whichever one you're getting. And then if you're signing up for your first dose, it'll say, like, do you want to schedule your second dose? And if you say no, then it will do, like, a pop-up of, 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 like, are you sure you don't want to schedule your second dose? We have a limited supply. And so the, the system, like, prompts you to make the second appointment. So I don't know how. I also don't know how that person would have gotten the vaccine somewhere else without an appointment.
0: I have no idea. That entire situation sounds a little strange.
1: But I have my card. Like I'm sure a lot of people have their card. <laughs> did you... Oh, you probably wouldn't be able to eat there anyways, and there's not one close to you. But did you see that Krispy Kreme is offering, like, a free donut every day if you come in with your full full vaccine card?
0: No, I didn't. Like, is there even a Krispy Kreme in the state of Minnesota anymore?
1: I I don't know. Let's take a look.
0: There were some in crispy <laughs> I typed in Krispy with the K, and the first thing that comes up is Krispy Kreme vaccine. Yeah, that's... I don't think I want the Krispy Kreme <laughs> vaccine.
1: Yeah, if you have a uh, like a valid vaccine card and you show it, they'll give you a free donut like every day for the rest of the year. Like you have to go every day. They're not just gonna give you three hundred donuts at once. <laughs>
0: Here's how many is that? Twelve, like tw- twenty, like twenty-three or twenty-four dozen donuts. <laughs> Locations, Ankeny. Yep,
1: there's one in Ankeny. There's one. In I think Listernoin. Ankeny is the closest
0: one to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, apparently Ankeny is my favorite shop. I didn't Probably because it's the closest one shop. to you. <laughs> That was a huge deal. You wouldn't remember that because I was in fifth grade when the Krispy Kreme opened up in Maple Grove. But that was a huge deal. I don't remember
1: it it opening, but I remember when it left.
0: It lasted for maybe 10 years, maybe. And now it's like a bank. But they, like, completely pulled out of Minnesota.
1: Yeah. My closest one is 20 minutes away, which is also your closest one, so four hours
0: away. Which is... 222.33 222.33 miles away from wherever it thinks I am right now.
1: Sometimes my phone thinks I'm in Omaha, and I don't know why.
0: Grocery stores. Do they sell them in grocery stores near me? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> there is a Krispy Kreme in the grocery store in Elk Grove, Illinois. 334.82 miles away.
1: Helpful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they d- I do think they sell, like crispy cream donuts like in packages up here though likely but but they don't have an actual one i don't know what the deal there's an interesting thing i feel like that i don't know like i don't have any research it's just like anecdotally in my life that outside like restaurants like that and stuff don't do well here like you need to establish yourself like chick-fil-a wasn't up here for forever until 2013 up here like being other...
1: minnesota or just yeah like...
0: in the twin cities i don't know i feel like there are other things like that where it's like you'll see them i don't think there are any waffle houses up here there are waffle houses all over the place
1: oh the fuddruckers that closed
0: fuddruckers did close
1: and then there was one in egan and that one closed mom texted me recently about it
0: there was one in roseville too on snelling. I think I went there once when I was in college.
1: We oh my goodness. I think it was Emily mom and I went to the one in Egan once and we were playing Emily and I were playing like a crane machine and it the crane machine like glitched or something and cheated us out of a turn. And we're like oh, the, the, the crane put in fifty cents and you kid didn't give it the turn. And then on Emily's next turn she pulled out two toys. <laughs>
0: Just the crane apologizing.
1: So we got two, like, weird All right, off-brand double prizes. Weird off-brand Captain America dolls or stuffed animals. Plushes. Let's go
0: home and play.
1: <laughs> okay, Sid. How's,
0: yeah, how's my Sid impression?
1: I think you're a little bit too old. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well. My voice is a little too low, I think. I, I probably don't have a voice that I could manipulate to do that. I was just talking about this with someone. So to follow up on something that I talked about in the last episode, I started two new podcasts now, not just the one I mentioned. So I have a, a Vikings Talk podcast and a NASCAR Talk podcast, which I do by myself. But I was talking with a friend of mine about the process of making them, and it's, like, part of the process is trying to figure out what my voice is good for, basically. Like, finding your voice is a term that usually means, like, figuring out what you want to say. Whereas in this instance, for me, finding my voice means, like, figuring out technically what my voice does and can do. And now, of course, I don't remember where I was going with this. <laughs> but I think just the point being that, like, I have a pretty – I feel like I have a pretty specific voice that is good for some things and not for other things. So I don't foresee myself being a being a terribly widely used voice actor. I don't know, whatever I'm trying to say. I don't I don't expect to have a very wide range when it comes to what I'm able to do with my voice. It feels fairly monotone and often whatever lacking. Whatever do inflection. you
1: mean? <laughs> uh, but my friend I was talking about earlier who may or may not listen to this episode said that she was very disappointed to find out that your Vikings episode was about the sports and not the like Norse Vikings
0: yeah well sorry not sorry for <laughs> one <laughs> We're just like I needed so- I wanted something that I could just talk about really quickly without having to do a ton more research than like I already do about something just so I could start basically putting out episodes weekly so I could div- continue to develop which like speaking of as soon as we're done with this I'm recording a NASCAR one room vroom speed talk the week the week is coming it is not called room room speed talk
1: uh, my friend also thought that was a really good name I'm sure
0: <laughs> there is part of me that feels like the name is so dumb that maybe I should have just used it but I went with the one I went with so if you're interested in listening to either of those, there is Eric the Red, Viking Superfan, which is about the Minnesota Vikings, and then Lapping the Field, which is about NASCAR. They come out weekly as of right now. Links in the show notes. That's also what my new wow. Twitters are for. Sports. It's also <laughs> weird because having not been on Twitter for so long, there were things that would come up like during the week like after the first episodes I made where it's like, well, do I just make another episode to talk about this thing? Even though like, it's going to be super short and then I'm not going to know what to talk about at the end of the week. And then I was like, you know what? I have Twitter again. Now I could just like tweet my random thoughts about whatever thing or like retweet other people as I'm doing research for stuff. And it's like, there you go. I don't have to put out many podcasts. I just like have a thing available, which no one is following. <laughs> I'm like four episodes in, and no one has listened to either of them. But whatever. And I make them a I make video ones too, because I can apparently just record my face in Final Cut. So I just put those videos on YouTube as well.
1: Look at us! So bunch all of the same names on
0: YouTube. What?
1: I said, look at us—a bunch of you uh, of influen- What did I say? Influencers.
0: Yeah. Social media influencers. Elena with her nearly two thousand uh whatever followers. Over two thousand. Over two thousand. Oh boy. When did that happen?
1: Um I hit two thousand recently. I had a pre recorded video, like ready to go for two thousand. Because <laughs> so let me back up. The very first thing I shotgunned for this series was a Red Bull. Just because it was, the, like, the one thing Jeez, we... you dropped, like, 500 out of nowhere. <laughs> it was, like, the one thing we had in our apartment. And, but no one watches, since it's, like, 60 videos back, no one watches the first one. So I had a few people requesting Red Bull. And so I went out one day, and I bought a Red Bull. And then I drank it. <laughs> just, like, normal drinking the Red Bull. Then the next time I went to the store, I went to buy a Red Bull. And there was a deal where you could buy three small Red Bulls and a come-and-go breakfast sandwich for $6. I was like, that sounds like a great deal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Breakfast of champions.
1: Yeah, I meant to get... The smallest can they sell is just over 8 ounces. And I meant to get the next size up, which was like 12 ounces, But the smaller cans were better, so I shotgunned two of the small cans for 2,000 followers because people had been requesting Red Bull and because there was a sale.
0: I was, I wonder, I did see that you had posted that, like another Red Bull one, and I was curious why that happened. So apparently you've had 2,000 for a minute then. The last I remember was like high 1,800s. This is so strange. (laughs)
1: I don't understand it either. I've been thinking about it a lot, and it was, (laughs) like, when I was making YouTube videos, it was, like, for the school project, and I wanted to make YouTube videos, and whenever I would watch videos about, like, how people got famous on YouTube, they'd be like, don't try and do something with the intention to get famous. I was like, I don't understand what that means. If I make something, I want people to see it. And I didn't understand it until I started this series. Just, like, doing this because it was stupid and funny. And I thought it was entertaining to myself. And all of a sudden, 2,500 people out of nowhere.
0: <laughs> the other thing that's interesting about this is that it doesn't look like any of them have gone back to watch your old TikToks. Absolutely like not. your original ones. Because, <laughs> like, I'm looking at one here that has 13 views. Yep. It's like, I don't think any of the... 2,000 plus people have gone back at all
1: nope I'll sometimes get like a bunch of notifications at once and I'll be like what is happening and it'll be like this new person followed you this new person liked this video, this video, this video this video, like they're going through and liking all of the shotguns at once
0: very interesting there are occasions when I've thought about like I've had ideas for TikToks I should say I have had two ideas, one of which I can't remember off the top of my head. But it's like, I, I'm i not really interested in trying to develop that. <laughs> so, you, you may continue to carry that mantle. <laughs> I'll yeah. be over here making podcasts that no one listens to.
1: I can enter into the TikTok creator fund once I hit... Well, I guess if I hit 10,000 followers.
0: And then you can get fractions of pennies per view. yeah however it works. Exactly. <laughs> That's like Hank Green. Have you... Do you know about this? Hank Green put up a video about...
1: The donations that he made?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, for the listeners, Hank Green is an like an OG original guard YouTuber, basically, who is now making TikTok videos. And when he made his first $1,000 from the TikTok creator fund, he said that he would donate that money to a charity that was, like, chosen by the people watching the videos. And that was however long ago it was, I don't know. But he just put up a video within the last week that he has now donated, like, $36,000. And I'm Mm -hmm. just over here, like... I could really use $36,000. <laughs> it would do great things for my credit score.
1: Well, it'd probably do bad things for your credit score, because if you pay off too much, your credit goes down.
0: Well, what if I pay off things that aren't going against my credit right
1: now? I i mean, I don't fully understand. Credit is a scam. I don't understand it.
0: Well, at the very least, it would do great things for my Student loan debt. (laughs) Oh, I've been looking at my student loan debt. We're just like jumping topic to topic to topic very quickly. I'm not gonna be able to squeeze any breaks in here. Speaking of, I forgot to put an ad in our last, our last uh, podcast episode, a Patreon ad. But I think we talked about not like anyone goes to the Patreon anyway. I think we talked about Patreon enough in that one to be fine. But topic to topic to topic i oh my gosh sometimes i really love my memory it's so good <laughs> what was this i is talking sarcasm. about? sarcasm <laughs> what was i talking about
1: um hank green and then you jumped to student loan debt you were looking at oh, your student, student loan loans
0: debt. i've been looking at my student loan debt's like, non-stop over the last couple weeks, which probably isn't very healthy. It's like what I did with looking at classes when I was in college, like, looking at my four-year plan every week, which which is very helpful now. But I'm <laughs> just like, how can I pay off these loans in a reasonable amount of time? Still, Still working on that.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about if I were to eventually start making money from tiktoks likely the most of the money in the beginning would just go to the cans because i spent so much money on cans
0: (laughs) yeah are you not getting any any venmo help either
1: i got one person who i know in real life who venmoed me four dollars (laughs) and twenty cents
0: very specific amount
1: I wonder why that could be.
0: <laughs> I was, when I drove up north earlier this week, I drove past something where I was like, for the first time, I know that that is for sure a skunk and not marijuana. <laughs> but I just had this memory of my last summer at camp. I went, I like helped to chaperone, uh, people going out on the boat, like they needed someone to spot for people out on the tube or whatever. So I went out on the boat one time. And we drove past this pontoon of people, and the person driving our boat was like, huh, smells a lot like a skunk out here in the middle of the lake. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, she was being sarcastic, but I caught on. I was like, yep. It's one of the things I don't understand about that. It's just like, it smells like a skunk.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't partake in the marijuana consumption, I don't understand
0: the marijuana
1: mary jane like that's my favorite name (laughs) (laughs) i saw a post fairly recently of so you know that movie when they dress for the listeners this is one of the scooby-doo movies um they dress scooby up as a woman to get him through the airport
0: yeah i saw first movie
1: yeah, I saw a Twitter post recently where they had, like, the finished product and the behind the scenes from that. And it was just, like, someone in a like a green screen, green screen suit or something so they could animate it later. Someone was like, my whole life has been lies. Someone was like, you think they did that? You, th- you think they dressed up a dog in a dress?
0: <laughs> but, especially since that dog is very clearly not a dog.
1: Very clearly, like six very feet tall.
0: <laughs> CG.
1: <laughs> My whole life has been a lie. Oh. Okay.
0: There are some other things. What are there's a there's a YouTube channel that's the Corridor Crew, but they they're like a small effects company, and they do like artists react to the. CG in different movies basically. But there was one where it was some sort of an inanimate object that was actually in the movie. Oh, it was the um the what's the Harrison Ford movie with the dog? Call of the Wild. Do you at least know about that movie? I think it came out 2 years ago now.
1: I know the Jack London book.
0: Yeah, so it's based on that book. But the dog in that movie was fully CG?
1: Oh, I think I but- have seen that movie.
0: But it was played by a person while they were filming. So there was an actual person, like with little, like, stick, like, stilt things that he held onto to, to, like, put himself up where the dog's head would be so that Harrison Ford could, like, actually pet the dog in real life. But it's like a man (laughs) that he's, like, petting his face. (laughs) If I can find any videos on YouTube, I'll put a link in the show notes. But it's it was strange i also didn't understand why they cg'd a dog in that movie like dogs are animals that can be trained so why didn't you just use a normal dog it's not like tommy boy where you have to use a fake deer because you can't train deer
1: i have seen tommy boy once and i was very i had i don't want to say i was very high because i was taking um <laughs> let me start over the one time i was watching tommy boy i was very sick like i had a a pretty bad cold um and i was over at dad's and he gave me some nyquil i took some nyquil and watched tommy boy managed to avoid falling asleep but it came at the expense of like the whole movie i watched just like stone cold just like (laughs) I I remember very little from it, and I, like, never laughed. And the next morning, Dad was like, Oh, you didn't even laugh at the movie. I was like, the movie? Because I had had a lot of NyQuil.
0: I watched that movie again recently, like, within the last two weeks. And it's not really laugh-out-loud funny for me anymore because, like, I've seen it so many times, but it is still a good movie. So there's there's a scene in Tommy Boy where they hit a deer... Do you care if I spoil this for you?
1: Go for it. If
0: you don't remember. Spoiler alert. It it has nothing to do with the plot. (laughs) But they hit a deer with their car, and then they don't know what to do with the deer. So they load the deer in the back of the car, like in the back seat. And then the deer, like, wakes up while they're driving at night and then, like, tears up the car. But you can tell it's just, like, a fake plastic deer that's being run through a bunch of different stuff. And then the very last shot is a deer, a real deer, standing on top of the car. Well, apparently while they were filming the movie, they asked some sort of like animal quote-unquote expert or a trainer or whatever how they could train a deer to do certain things in the scene. And the expert said something along the lines of, if you have the place where you want it to be and you like put food there for like six weeks, you might be able to get a shot of the deer standing on top of the car like that was the best you could train a deer because you can't train a deer
1: <laughs> You're, what you were saying about like it's very clearly a plastic deer or whatever reminded me of the the movie version of joseph and the amazing technicolor dreamcoat with Donnie osmond oh, they have like a it's like very low budget they have like a They pretend it's a goat, right? They put goat's blood on his coat. Yeah. So they have this plastic goat that they take the legs off of. This plastic goat. There's no, like, fake blood or anything. And they're just, like, patting the coat with these fake plastic goat legs. (laughs) High quality film. (laughs) Rated G. (laughs)
0: Actually, I'm kind of curious.
1: I wonder if I can find a screenshot of just that. Not rated.
0: Not rated at all. That's funny. That was one of Emily's go-tos growing up. I feel like she just asked us recently how many times we think she'd seen that movie.
1: <laughs> so I um, I went to the pictures on IMDb to see if I could find a picture of this goat scene that I'm thinking of. It has 30 pictures... And one, two, three, four, five, six. Twenty-one of the pictures are just Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, like the cover, like the poster, just in different, slightly different um, filters. That was a poor explanation.
0: <laughs> Richard Attenborough was in this movie. Are you serious? but that's a big name to have in this Richard Attenborough
1: for it to be such a bad movie
0: <laughs> well just like for what it is yeah I mean I will allow you to use the word bad
1: I will it is a bad movie <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't recognize any other names in this but they basically just shot a play and mm-hmm. then put that on film or put that on as the movie they didn't like make a movie from what I remember
1: yeah but the we've seen the play version like the musical version as like a musical like we went to a theater and saw the musical version and it's much better when you're seeing it in that sort of context as opposed to
0: did all of us go to that who is we I I, don't I thought
1: that. you were there is that the Chan Hassan? I I have not been at the
0: Chanhassen very often
1: we were sitting I want to say it was like the whole family like all five of us Um, but we were sitting in like the front row at the Chanhassen and they the opening number they have someone like take a Polaroid of the cast as like a big group and the person ran off the stage to give the Polaroid to someone and I got the Polaroid of the entire cast do you not remember this
0: i don't remember this i can rem- i'm sure i'm forgetting at least one show i've seen at the chan but i can remember seeing Grease, and i remember seeing bye bye birdie and other than that i don't remember i know there's at least one i'm forgetting but i don't remember what it is it could very well be that
1: yeah i, I thought we were all there but I other also... people in
0: the family have been to the chan more often than i have for the listeners that is a local dinner theater i think is where amy adams got her start like amy adams spent in a significant Uh, period of time at the i I think i read that one time let's go to amy adams imdb
1: i'm pretty sure i don't remember i have
0: or maybe wikipedia
1: let me get my phone so i can pull up facebook on there
0: welcome to eric and elena research things on the internet while they podcast
1: i have like on my facebook there is a picture of me and you and emily and i'm pretty sure that we're at the chanhassen
0: yeah amy adams moved to chanhassen minnesota where she performed in the theater for the next three years so she spent three years working at the chanhassen
1: let me just scroll through all of my pictures to find this picture this one picture that i think i'm thinking of Ooh, I have the Jeopardy theme going in my head. But, um, <laughs> did you see, I don't know if you would have since you're not really on social media, that um, LeVar Burton is interested in hosting Jeopardy?
0: No, the only person I've heard about is Aaron Rodgers. He's the quarterback for the yeah. Packers. Stupid. The other, so with the George Floyd trial going on right now, they're showing that on TV right now. So Jeopardy is like not even on right now, so I can't see w- what Aaron Rodgers is doing at the ho- as the host of Jeopardy, which is not the most important thing in the world, but is a little annoying.
1: This picture is the three of us from 2012, and I'm pretty sure it's at the Chanhassen.
0: I remember, I kind of remember seeing that picture. What am I wearing? That doesn't look like a Chanhassen outfit.
1: No, it looks like a red long-sleeve shirt, <laughs> just like a, like a cotton shirt.
0: Are you able to send that to me?
1: I mean, how you want it?
0: You can screenshot it and text me.
1: Do you want just the picture? I can just save the picture.
0: However, you want to send the picture to me.
1: <laughs> um,
0: I mean, it looks like it's at some sort of venue.
1: Real specific.
0: <laughs> I do know what that shirt is, though. It's a University of Minnesota, like a. Minnesota?
1: Minnesota.
0: <laughs> University of Minnesota, like a Henley.
1: University of Minnesota.
0: <laughs> this is Ray Christensen. You, you probably there don't are know. A
1: very names. few, a very select number of our audience is going to know that reference that you just did.
0: You should text this to Emily and see if she knows what it's from.
1: Oh, I'm scrolling back to see if I can find the actual post.
0: Ray Christensen used to be a play-by-play announcer for the University of Minnesota. He did basketball and football. And he stopped doing football broadcasts. Like, his last year of football broadcast was our first year of having season tickets to the Gophers. But he would still do advertisements. Like, he would do—he would, like, announce advertisements or whatever— during football broadcasts, and it was always for Washburn McCreevy funeral chapels. And the way that Ray Christensen spoke to me, it sounded like he didn't move his jaw when he talked. It was like, This is Ray Christensen, and then you'd like go through some old timey, like historical gophers game. On September 24th, 1947, the Minnesota Gopher like, would go through the game, and then would get to the end. And somehow would tie that in with, an Ashburn McCreevy funeral chapels. <laughs> I had mom crying laughing one time in the car coming back from a Gopher game.
1: Because <laughs> you did that impression.
0: Yeah. Have you found the... I'm almost back. I'm in December. <laughs> Do I need to continue to November. vamp? November. I got okay, a good story basket just, around here somewhere.
1: Okay, this is what it says. I posted four pictures. I posted them in different posts. <laughs> 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 um, but the first one went to the Chan Hassan tonight.
0: I guess it was. That's it. <laughs> For something.
1: It's also a really bad selfie of Emily and I. Like, Emily looks fine, but you can tell that I am the one taking the picture, because I'm like...
0: I wonder if that was for Bye Bye Birdie. Because when I when I went to Bye Bye Birdie, there was a guy in the show who had gone to Bethel. And, like, I recognized him. We didn't know each other, but I recognized him. And I don't know when else I would have gone to the Chanhassen. And it was pretty soon after he graduated, so... You said that's from, what, November or whatever of 2012? October
1: of 2012.
0: October. So I think it's probably Bye Bye Birdie. I don't know why. That's the shirt I decided to wear.
1: Couldn't tell you. Style.
0: <laughs> yeah. Very dressed up for the occasion.
1: I know that I've been to the Chanhassen, I mean, more than twice. I have very few memories of actually being there. Like I don't remember the shows that I saw other than I know that I saw Joseph because I have that memory of being handed a polaroid.
0: I like I said I only remember those two for sure, Grease and Bye Bye Birdie. Was there an Annie production
1: that was there?
0: Or am I making that up?
1: I have no idea.
0: I saw I've have seen an Annie other than The one that Emily was in. I don't know where it was, though.
1: Don't mind me just... Okay, well, I'm pretty sure my chair is going to fall apart one day. Just going to fall on the ground. (laughs) It's wobbly, and I was trying to unwobble it. Wasn't that a dance at one point? The wobble?
0: The wobble. I remember that being a thing. Not I don't know that I ever knew what it was.
1: Wobble song by V I C, or maybe it's Vic. I don't know. Wobble baby, wobble baby, wobble baby, wobble, (laughs) wobble baby, wobble baby, wobble. (laughs) Wow, great lyrics here. Get in there, yeah, yeah. Get in there, yeah, yeah a big girl make them back it up make them back it up a big
0: (laughs) is this your next tiktok series elena says (laughs) dance songs
1: cause i'm baking a cake so let's bake i'm talking the taking the game the game's mine (laughs) we should read lyrics like this more often (laughs)
0: maybe we can do that for a future episode
1: we could i saw a TikTok today where someone was like i am going to read you a song lyric that was in like the number one billboard song on november 27th of 2015 or some random date and they read the lyric and you had to try and like guess the song that it was from because they didn't use any like beat or anything they just read the line we should do that random lines try and place it
0: it would be interesting to see what songs we actually have overlap with
1: today um, at the intersection that I work as a crossing guard at a car went by all of their windows rolled up blaring Abba's Mamma Mia so loud that I could hear it loud and clear from the side (laughs) of the road with all of their windows rolled up so, i you just, just
0: like, here I go again.
1: Eric. <sighs> <laughs> I just kind of like watched the car go by. I was like, eh. And then back to just kind of staring at nothing for 20 minutes. They're doing road construction by my intersection. And so like no one comes anymore because <laughs> a good chunk of the sidewalk is closed. So I have like one person who crosses the street
0: well well worth your time.
1: I, like, I, st- I still get paid for it. Get paid the same amount. Even if kids don't cross. At least, it's right by a fire station, so at least I sometimes get some entertainment. Fire trucks. Yesterday? Oh my gosh. A, um... So they're doing road construction. It, they have It's a four-lane road. Um, two lanes eastbound, two lanes westbound. And right now they have two of the lanes closed um so it's just two lanes cars coming at each other everything is all coned up and whatever and yesterday i was just kind of standing there just dead eyes staring at nothing and a bus pulls up like a school bus the bus driver stops in the middle of the one lane going one direction and like opens his door and i like i go up and i'm like hello and he's like if you see the construction people um can you tell them that the cones that they have are are too close too close to the the intersection? I can't uh, pull my bus out of here very easily. I'm gonna hit those cones. I was, I was like, okay, <laughs> and I sent a message to my friends. Some of my friends like immediately afterwards, like after I got off, and I was like, why? Who does he think I am? <laughs> and so I like I emailed it's a public works project, and I emailed someone from public works. I was like. This might be ridiculous. Can you move the cones at this (laughs) intersection back like a foot? (laughs) (laughs) And then today the bus driver stopped again and was like, oh, thank you. They moved the cone. It's like, perfect. (laughs) The most entertainment my job has had in months. Wow. There's a... Oh, (laughs) I was like, something feels weird on my chair. Let's see if you can spot the problem.
0: (laughs) Well, don't tear it apart.
1: (laughs) How do I put it back together?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You probably just put it in the holes and then squeeze the sides.
1: Uh, There's a... Oh my goodness. Okay.
0: Well, hopefully this chair lasts you to the end of your college career, which is like another month.
1: Well, I'm going to need another chair. I'm starting a remote job. maybe
0: you will have enough money to buy a chair for yourself or you can just find another goodwill
1: anyways there's a older lady, by older I mean like in her 70s or 80s who lives by the intersection I work at and um, she comes and talks to me some days and recently I think it was last week she came up to me and just out of the blue you got a cat? like yeah how do you know that <laughs> but she wanted to give me some flowers that are toxic to cats and i was like oh, i mean the cat's my roommate since she doesn't really act like a cat she wouldn't like it get, get on any counters i'd take some flowers so this old lady just gave me some flowers she was like i grew them myself And i had them in my room until they died i think i threw them away today that lady also she's funny i guess is how you would describe it she lets me park in her driveway cuz there's not really any street parking by the intersection that i work at and her driveway is literally right there and so she came up to me yesterday and was like i have to tell you something like, okay one of my friends wants to come park his camper here and i'm he's going to park in the driveway i don't know when I don't know how long, but I said he can use my driveway. But just if you come and he's and there's a camper in the driveway, I'm not mad at you. You can still park there. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? I
0: was so mad at you parking in my driveway, I went and bought a camper. <laughs> as much money as you need to pay for school, I spent on a camper because I am mad at you. <laughs>
1: I I was just as soon as she left I was just like why would I think she was mad at me? <laughs> but she's not mad at me.
0: <laughs> well, that's something.
1: <laughs> oh man. Got a cat? I really when she said that I was like what? She was like do you got a cat? I was like a, a cat? Yeah, C A T. You got a cat? yeah well kind of I mean she's my roommate's cat <laughs> she went on a rant about how she always offers people flowers but uh so many people have cats and they care about their cats more than they care about nature they won't take the flowers because they're toxic to cats I don't know how many people I don't think that's tr- how that works I don't think she's i, I, am I, am I people have
0: cats so they don't like nature aren't cats a part of nature
1: I don't know how many people she's trying to give flowers to.
0: Must be a very high cat population in Ames.
1: Apparently.
0: I saw a cat the other day. I sent you an Emily a snap. Apparently, or not apparently, I have no idea. I think they're just like cats that roam around Minneapolis. I think it's just a thing everywhere. But I don't know if this one was just hungry or what. Because it was meowing at me pretty substantially. I was like, I I don't know what you want from me. I Don't have anything for you. Sorry. So I there's find a. Something.
1: I'm gonna be pet sitting for some people this coming weekend. And I went to go meet them and their animals the other day. They have a cat. And I walked in. And <laughs> I was the cat was just like right there, and I was like ah. Oh. My cat is so tiny. It is so nice to see just, like, a normal-sized cat. Oh yeah, he's a big boy. That's a normal-sized cat. Because my roommate's cat is very small. I guess I don't know how much experience you have with cats. You've met Bab.
0: Not really any experience with cats, other than a few people who have had them. I can't live with cats.
1: You're allergic.
0: Yep. I'm allergic enough that I was told not to live with one.
1: I would say Bab is less than 10 pounds, which is small. It's Apparently, just...
0: Mom and Emily thought that she just loved me and warmed right up to me when I was there. Oh, I was she... like, I just left it alone and didn't didn't try to touch her when she didn't want to be touched.
1: <laughs> no, she um, she gets crushes on tall men. So you are her type.
0: Well, there is that. Like, you said that when we were down there. But at the same time, I was like, I don't know if the cat wants to be touched. And I'm not just going to go right up and touch it. And then Emily, as soon as she walks in the door, like, goes bounding over towards the cat and tries to (laughs) grab the cat. And it's just like, maybe that was part of your problem.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she spent some time in my room today. I have a like a cube organizer for my socks and it's a i bought it from walmart in the kids section it's a shark um she likes to spend time matches in it, your bath mat does and our shower curtain i i decorated our bathroom like i am a, a nine-year-old boy um but bab likes to spend time in the the cube the shark cube and i came in today and she was in there just relaxing in my socks I set out a pillow for her at the foot of my bed. She laid on it for a while.
0: I was at Target when you got that bath mat with you. We're getting this.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, so <laughs> our shower curtain is sharks. Our bath mat, one of them, is a shark. Super not practical either because it's not like a square yeah, that has a shark small. on it. It's literally, like, a shark, and so that like, the top fin will sometimes, like, get stuck and, like, move. Um, but then our toothbrush holder is, like, the bottom half of a T-Rex. <laughs> so I decorated it like I am a, a nine-year-old boy. I didn't even give my roommate any options. I was like, I'm getting this. Hope you like it. It's... <laughs>
0: hey everybody my name's eric
1: and i'm elena
0: and we are the co-hosts of the two out of three podcast yep And we've come back together today to talk to you guys about our Patreon page.
1: Anyone who's familiar with the podcasting world knows that podcasts are mostly self-funded productions. Patreon is a way for us to connect with patrons who will help fund our productions with us.
0: So if you're watching this video on Patreon, you're already here, so go ahead and take a look around. If not, there are two different ways you can find us. You can go either to patreon.com slash 2 of 3 podcast or to 2 of 3 That's patreon.com slash 2 of 3 podcast or 2 of 3 Now back to the show.
1: Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mom is calling me. Who is? Mom. Uh, We're podcasting. Do you want to say hi to Eric? Hi, Eric. Do you want to say hi to the listeners?
0: Hi, listeners. I'm driving home in my brand new car.
1: Apparently mom bought a car.
0: Yeah, I saw the text. She was texting while we were talking.
1: Oh, I haven't had my phone. I thought I'd yeah. get distracted with my notifications. See, and as know,
0: with I last will... time, I can hear her, but I she can't will... hear me. I call you tomorrow and tell you about my conversation with Rhett pertaining to you.
1: Okay. Eric, do you want to say anything to Mom?
0: I don't think I have anything.
1: Eric has nothing to say to you.
0: That makes it sound <laughs> horrible. <laughs>
1: Thanks. <laughs> well, I to say to him. <laughs> <laughs> He's just laughing. You can't hear him. Yeah. Oh, this is so this is so weird. This kind of takes some getting used to.
0: Okey-dokey. It's the same car. I will talk with you later. I'll have to wait and take pictures of my car tomorrow cuz now it's dark. I didn't know I was going home with the car tonight. You know how much shit was in my car that I had to clean out? A lot. <laughs>
1: Can we put this on the podcast? (laughs)
0: Well, I've cut stuff up before.
1: I hope that wasn't on the podcast. (laughs) Alright, you go to your podcast. Please edit me. (laughs) I wish you could see Eric right now. (laughs) He's having a fit. (laughs) I gotta go. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. What a good
0: conversation. (laughs) Oh, this might be the best episode yet. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know what she has to get used to. She bought the same car, just a different year. Oh, man. (laughs) well on that note
1: (laughs) Uh, it came out again I wonder if my roommate might have some wood glue
0: I have some but I'm like three and a half hours away
1: just throw it (laughs) oh here you go (laughs) come and get it
0: (laughs) good thing I can still use my right arm I got the shot in my left arm I really hope my arm starts feeling better tomorrow. I literally, at the end of my work day, I was only able to type with one hand. (laughs) I was like, this is is ridiculous.
1: I didn't have any problem with my first shot. We'll see if I'm just dead with my second.
0: I am sore.